0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today's Friday, December 9th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger.
0: And I'm Brett Goodman. And we
1: come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're going to read again today the story of Elizabeth. But before we do that, let's begin with prayer.
0: Let us pray. Lord God, may we rejoice in what you are doing in the world. May we have eyes to see and hearts that are soft. May we celebrate all that is going on in others' lives. And may we have gratitude for your presence in the world. We pray this all in your name. Amen.
1: Amen. Listen to the story from Luke's Gospel, the first chapter, verses 24 through 45. After those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she remained in seclusion. She said... This is what the Lord has done for me when he looked favorably on me and took away the disgrace I have endured among my people. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. And this is the sixth month for her, who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. In those days Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, This is the Word of the Lord.
0: Thanks the be, be to God. God. Tara for our Friday fun question. What is your favorite Christmas carol or song?
1: Um, well, I firmly believe that it's not actually Christmas Eve till someone sang oh Holy night. Um, <laughs> I think that's really the one that just um, every every line of that um, is is just incredibly beautiful to me. So oh Holy Night's the one for me.
0: I'm not a big fan of Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Um I listen to Christmas songs cuz I love my wife. Mm-hmm. Um but if I can uh take the same words but slightly alter the question, uh, my favorite Christmas carol is a Christmas carol? Um and that I read a Christmas uh, Lame. <laughs> every uh year and it that's christmas for me is getting to read that every year Uh, do you have a
1: favorite advent hymn i do (sighs)
0: um favorite advent hymn
1: i like "O come O come emmanuel strictly because it's in the wheelhouse of where my voice can hit the notes (laughs) so it's fun to sing
0: it, that is probably my favorite as well, especially because that's one we've used for our uh, Blue Christmas service. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I really... Um, so meaningful. It's how, how we've done it in the past when we sculpted the service last year and we'll do it again this year is, you know, it has like seven verses or something mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. of, of singing the verses throughout... The service and holding off on the refrain of rejoice until the very end, and I think that's just so powerful as we as we journey together in grief to yeah. uh, the light of Christ. So, so I'm taking yours, yeah, that one, that one, what you okay. said. Okay, <laughs> there we go. But to our scripture, uh, Elizabeth seems to know so much about Mary and what's happening to her without being told. What is the overall message that Elizabeth is relaying to Mary and how does she know what what's, what's going on with their relationship in the latter half of this scripture?
1: So here's the thing, Elizabeth is a prophet. Mm-hmm. Um, Elizabeth, we are told that the Holy Spirit comes upon her. That's exactly what happens with a prophet. Yeah. And when the Holy Spirit comes upon her, she knows exactly what is happening with Mary without being told. And the other amazing part is that it seems almost like an aside. But when Elizabeth says, um, and how is it that the mother of my Lord comes to me? She is actually saying, how is it that the mother of God will come to me? That's a huge statement Mm -hmm. that only a prophetic voice could make. And so Elizabeth is a trusted friend who affirms this spiritual experience that Mary has had for her. But Elizabeth is also a prophet who knows that the child Mary is carrying is greater than all of them and that the world is about to shift on its axis because of the child that she'll bring. So I think it's just this amazing kind of recognition of what's going on with Mary, but also what's going on with the world that the Lord is coming to um, the Lord's people that they have waited so long for. What do you think about her prophetic voice in this
0: yeah, I think about um I think about Elizabeth, who again, as the first part of this story mentioned uh, was barren and hoped for a child, uh, and as you mentioned on Monday that she comes from this priestly line, this is a woman who has spent her life discerning the voice of God, uh, discerning. Uh, the will of god praying and spending time together
1: keeping god's commandments keeping and regulations god's commandments. the text
0: tells uh, us so she has this i think deep inner spiritual life and also this uh religious fidelity um, and piety that has that has formed and molded her uh and so all that to say is she's prepared for this moment that when the Holy Spirit moves in her, um, she recognizes and expresses it in a moment. It is this is, I feel, a, a culmination of Elizabeth's life to recognize what the Spirit is moving in her and to speak uh, words of comfort to Mary. Um, these are exactly the right words to say to Mary uh, uh, to to comfort them, the Theotokos, the mother of God, um, and, and her haste that she has rushed to her. Um, and so I find Elizabeth to just be this incredibly faithful prophet um, that has that spoken into the world.
1: I love this story, too, because it has been my experience that God uses ordinary events to speak in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when John leaps in her womb, babies move. A lot of times, right? But that's not what this is. Um, John Calvin said that it was an eschatological jump within yes. her, that, that there is something happening within her body that could be seen as routine, but she knows is actually deep recognition of who Mary will carry and what's going to happen in the world. Um, and so I just love that kind of both the simplicity and the complexity of the way the Holy Spirit works within her.
0: I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is Elizabeth, other than Mary, um, but Elizabeth is really in, in, uh, this gospel is the first one to recognize the Christ, <laughs> um, uh, w- would be the first one to, even in utero, uh, that to recognize the, uh, the mother of, of my Lord, that this Messiah coming, and Elizabeth has named that for the first time for us in this story, apart from, um, the proclamation of um, yeah,
1: I can't remember what the angel told Zechariah, just I, that his son would
0: he would make the way for for the, Messiah. Uh, for the Messiah. But now she's
1: yeah, she is the first to recognize oh, it's going to happen with this with woman this and woman in this way. And this yeah, way. she's also one of the few people recorded in the Gospels who is a woman who has the Holy Spirit come upon her mm-hmm. and has this prophetic voice. I do not think that's be- that is because there weren't other women. I just think it's one of the few that it's recorded. Mm-hmm. That's strictly my, you know, kind of sense about it. Friends, with that, and since we've been talking about this week about Mary and Elizabeth's friendship, I want to end with this quote from C.S. Lewis. In friendship, we think we've chosen our peers. In reality, a few years difference in the dates of our births or a few more miles between certain houses, the choice of one university instead of another, the accident of a topic being raised or not raised at a first meeting, any of these chances might have kept us apart. But for a Christian, there are, strictly speaking, no chances. A secret master of ceremonies has been at work. Christ, who said to the disciples, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, can truly say to every group of Christian friends, ye have not chosen one another, but I have chosen you for one another. The friendship, then, is not a reward for our discriminating good taste in finding another out. It is the instrument by which God reveals to each of us the beauties of others. Hmm. That man.
0: That man knew how to use those words. Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again next week with new episodes. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen.
1: Amen.